0: You've been watching podcasts. Official titles. Official titles. Official titles. Yeah, I am the indefagnable Mike Dudley. <laughs> coming at you live.
1: Sorry, that made me I am Marcus <laughs> Dudley, MD3, coming at you. Co-pilot chair. His the, the Chewbacca to his Han Solo. What's going on, everybody? So with us is Tucker, the young cousin. What's up, guys? It's Tuck Nasty. Tuck Nasty's Mama's
0: Dish. Young Jamie, right. a.k.a. Right. Riley Get Stacks, a.k.a. Right. Get Papers, a.k.a. Yes. Cool Mo D. That's right. It
1: took place. <laughs> that's my favorite Chappelle <laughs> joke, by the way. When he's like, the Battle of the Cool Modi D concert, which took place at a Cool, cool Modi D concert. concert. <laughs> Oh man, so anyways, what you been watching, man? Oh man, what I have been watching? Yeah, probably the same shit I been watching. I have been watching so that Matrix, like... son. Yeah, Matrix Resurrections. So
0: we're going to talk about the Matrix, the new Matrix movie, Matrix Resurrections, starring Keanu Reeves and, and, and Carrie-Anne Moss and a bunch of unfamiliar faces that you have not <clears throat> seen before.
1: Chinwick, Chinwick? Who? Uh, she was uh, in, uh, she was one of the Daughters of the Dragon. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, also Jada Pinkett Smith also yes. everybody yeah a yeah.
1: lot of familiar faces a lot so... of one face in particular that you definitely <laughs> missed <laughs> but yes yeah, so what'd you think about it man Matrix Resurrections
0: uh, okay so we should probably just say off the top that there's going to be a lot of spoilers in this if you haven't seen the movie already just go see it i don't know what i can tell you at this point who knows how long this is coming out afterwards so just go see it yeah it's where the review
1: is over it's on hbo max yeah you had the holidays so
0: to be honest man i'll I'll tell you the same thing that i said to you as soon as it was over when we saw it together it feels like this was all sizzle and no steak which is not necessarily a bad thing it's it's Spectacular and grandiose in its vision, it for me just didn't deliver our, uh, a lot of the a lot of the nostalgia. Well, it delivered on nostalgia. It didn't deliver the same emotional and philosophical concepts as the originals, even in the in, in the first trilogy.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I was about to say with the nostalgia. I'm glad you corrected yourself because the whole movie <laughs> literally like pitched on nostalgia. Like its a very existence is pitched on nostalgia. But yeah. No, I agree with that. All steak, no sizzle. I, I like that. It's, a, a, to me, it's 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 like looking at a mirror, right? Like, it's everything you
0: want to see. Like, all the tropes of the Matrix are there. All the Matrix things that make up that movie are there, but there's no depth to it. Like, it, especially in comparison to the philosophy and the religious aspect and the the overall grandiose arc of the the original trilogy uh it's just it's very lacking in that it's got everything you want to see in a matrix movie without the substance
1: it's i mean because even the second and third movie took a big hit because i I know one of the biggest complaints from one to two and then two to three was everyone at two a, a lot of people i know were like it's not a mind fuck like it's just an action movie which i was fine with but like even in this one you know i felt like I, I really wanted to like it a lot more than I should, and I'm still yeah. glad it exists. Like, sure. I, I'm such a Matrix fan that I'll play in this world for as long as they keep making them. Like, I'm a simple mark for these things. Oh, let, let's get one thing clear: if yeah. they make another three movies of this, I'm going I'm to going go to see them. I'm yeah. going to go see them. Like,
0: it doesn't it doesn't denigrate my joy right. for watching the the, the 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 Matrix trilogy, but right, it's just it it is a different it's a different beast
1: now. It very much so, very much so. It was. It was underwhelming. There were aspects I really enjoyed of it. Um, Tucker, do you have your phone with you? I do. Can you Google? I'm going to botch his name. Uh, the choreographer of the first Matrix, he did... Fight choreographer. Yeah, fight choreographer. It's Yun Wing... Pyun? Wen... Pyun, I think. Sorry. Young Ping Wen. Young Ping, Ping Wen. Wen. I, I was close. Okay. Yeah, Young Ping Wen. They definitely miss him. Because he is yes. not doing this movie yes. in the fight yes. scenes. There's some cool like shots... But it is lacking in that department seriously. If you've seen the trailer of Keanu doing the bullet stop and bending missiles, you've seen everything he does in yeah. that movie. Yeah. Like, he, he overdoes Which, I understand, I like the fact that it's escalated in this new Matrix, which we'll, we'll definitely talk about more. But, like, we all know that he's the one. Any agent they throw at him, he's either going right. to dive inside of or just fuck him up. Like, he can't be beat on a physical, like, he can't be bested physically. So, I like the fact that they escalated. It's now it's like, oh, yeah, every person around you is potentially an agent, not just one at a time, but all of them. So, I like that escalation. And the fact that, like, we're going to bring war helicopters at you. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're shooting missiles and rockets and bullets. Like, you, you can't come up here and kung fu us with your bullshit. Like, right, right. Especially, right. spoiler alert, once again, at the time, he can't fly. So, it's not like he can jump up and fly away and be like, live to fight another day. I'll yeah, but that was it. Was interesting how that part made sense, like the escalation of like, you better be fucking block some bullets because we're bringing them by. The truck. <laughs> That's but right. Yeah, anyway, just ahead rocket
0: talk. launchers on top of rocket yeah. launchers. It's interesting how they neuter Neo. Yeah, they bring him back just to neuter him, which they kind of explain in terms of spoiler alert. They bring Neo back because Neil Patrick Harris is the new. Architect. Architect, yes. or... The, or He's not the architect. He's the analyst. The analyst. Yeah, yeah. And he basically runs the Matrix as if it was a corporate business. It's all about maximum output from all of the human batteries. Which and, I liked. I liked. And they find out that by constructing Neo and Trinity and putting them within the same Matrix, that they within themselves are able to generate enough power to... to 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 power the, the entire robotic civilization because those two, for some reason, it's like Vegeta and Goku doing a fusion. Just <laughs> right, their, right. their power output together is... However, they can't have them together because eventually they wake each other up. Right. And so they have to find a way to keep them separated. So they initiate these separate lives where Trinity is married with kids and Keanu, or Neo is a, a game, game developer. developer. Who
1: develops a game within the Matrix. The Matrix. Yeah. So, see, I, there's there's still other people in the Matrix. It's, the, the new code is what I understand is built off of them. So, like, right. they, they are the, the the framework for the new Matrix. Right. They're their Anomaly, which, spoiler alert, Trinity is also the one now. We'll get into that in a minute, but, like, their, their coding or whatever is the framework for it. And then so it, they built a new matrix off of them. Right. And so there's still other people in it. But I think the reason, and this is one of the aspects I really liked about it, and I wish they would have expanded more on it, is you got to think at the end of the third movie, they had lost control of the entire matrix. Right. Right? Like Smith had overrun it. Right. So it became this mutually beneficial thing where you take Smith out for us, we'll stop the war on Zion it was it was Ultimate. it was basically
0: for for now we'll be a ceasefire what's the opposite of mutually assured destruction it's it's yeah you can't survive without us because yeah. smith will take over and just kill us all and then yeah we can't beat your machines in zion so yeah. there has to be some sort of meeting of the minds and some sort of of compromise because yeah. otherwise we're both going to die we're all going to die yeah, yeah.
1: And so, I like the fact that, um shit, where was I with that? Um, damn, where was I? Bringing back Trinity, She's the One. Yeah, no, after that. Uh, of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Liked, uh-huh. What are the things you really liked about the movie, and then you
1: went off. Yeah, that's what I do a lot, man. <laughs> fuck. I might have smoked that away many years ago. <laughs> uh, what, fuck, what point was I talking about? Anyways. Jesus. It doesn't matter. Anyways, go good. ahead. But, um, yeah, go ahead so,
0: so, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was um, how meta the movie becomes it, it, it for, for me, they took all the philosophy and all the religion and all the metaphysical you know, what are we if not if if not just a brain in a jar and and that right. kind of thing, and they replaced it with. Not necessarily fourth wall breaking, but really nudging hard at the fourth
1: wall. Oh, they, they easily just point and go at it. I mean, at the, at the meta, like, it's brought up once, twice, three times, four times. The Matrix was in the Matrix, like the opening scene. Um, so, basically... Bring me back later. Remind me. Mutual destruction. Mutual... Stuck, just right? go ahead. Just talk oh, yeah. No, No, they are talking about... Yeah, we'll, we'll bring back that. But you're talking about the meta in So, right? but Bring those back up later. Okay. But the mutual destruction at the end of the third one was like smith's taken over and now neo like we have to come to some agreement so at the same time you would think that neo's sacrifice would mean something to the machines by all means at this point in the third movie they understand what love is and that's one of my favorite parts of the entire trilogy is, sure like they have that's the most advanced AI. What is I I love, love
0: but if not a chemical reaction stimulated yeah. by the brain yeah, yeah he
1: said that. what is he said love is just a word but what's important is the is the like, that connection that the word applies, yeah. which is a beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. piece of writing. But like, so by this point, like you would think that they would be compassionate, so they would recognize Neo's sacrifice to save them as well. And there's a quick throwaway scene where the the new Smith is talking to Neo and says, "There was a war," and like, there's this is the first mm-hmm. time that the robots weren't unified, and you see all these blue light robots fighting these red light robots, and that to me made the most sense that there would be some. People that recognize the sacrifice of Neo and would be more sympathetic to the human cause at that point. Well, it and so I, the fact that like there were they, they even said that there were tons of crops lost, tons right, of like right, crops right. upon like because Neo becoming the one, the war. Yeah. Neo
0: becoming the one brought about a whole revolution of people being awakened and yeah. leaving the Matrix, and so their battery life became a scarcity, became a, yeah. an actual like natural resource, right? Which...
1: And scarcity bred the
0: war right
1: and so i i like the idea that they brought on neil patrick harris to run it as a business to say like okay we can generate this like we don't need all that like if that were ever happened again we can just run it as a business like we can do this more efficiently and so i i really like that aspect and i wish they would it's elon musk it's
0: it's jeff bezos it's if we can cut corners and save money and save energy by eliminating bathroom breaks by eliminating yada, yada, whatever it is. You know, exactly. it's, it's, he's running the matrix at, and even has a line. He says, once we introduce you two together in the same matrix and based all of our energy consumption off of that, off of the energy that you guys generate together, right. he said, what, what is the line? He says something about we put you two in the most dire situations because when you're in a dire situation, your human effort takes over, your human uh, uh, yeah. capabilities take over, and you strive, and you put out more energy, and you feed us more. So we constantly are just feeding you these dire situations.
1: Ultimately, yeah, that's that's pretty much what he says in a nutshell. What I got is ultimately the new Matrix is a treadmill. Right. And they keep pushing the human limits of Neo to, like, they put him on these scenarios where he kind of escapes again, then they just reset him back on the treadmill. And, they, and, and, and they reset and
0: it They reset it by basically gaslighting him and convincing... They use Neil Patrick Harris as his uh, therapist, the therapist to yeah. gaslight him and say, oh, you had another psychotic break, you had a whatever. So anytime Neo breaks the Matrix or breaks free, they just reset it yeah. and set him back like, oh, no, that didn't really happen. You thought you had delusions of grandeur or yeah. godlike abilities, which is... Which is interesting because it, it, it may, especially in a reality where they can reset anything they want. Like anytime you, you, you break the mold or, or challenge their authority, they just reset it. And then all of a sudden you're the crazy one. Yeah. So it, 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 it neuters him and, and makes him question everything about the reality that he thinks he knows because fuck it, I'm crazy. Like Yeah Of course I think I can fly. Of course I think I can stop bullets. Of course I think I can see the code, quote unquote, within the matrix and change things because I'm
1: God. Because
0: right. what would any other like schizophrenic person believe?
1: Yeah. So that yeah, I like the, the cage that they put him in. And the one thing I, I don't like the effect that they did it. I uh, I told Michael Like they do this scene where he's either tripping out or like kinda like bending to the matrix or whatever or when he's being controlled at the very climax of the movie by neil patrick harris they do this like shitty effect it's like a 90s like blurry like somebody stumbles out of a bar scene so and it's so, like they they just didn't spend the money on. it. So
0: just for context, let's let's describe the scene just for people who may not have seen it. It's like for, Just for the just for the legions. Yeah.
1: It's like shotas. Like, like <laughs> when they go bullet time and shotas, it's like these like when everyone jumps out of the car and they run up and it's like these blurry still images. Yeah, they're doing
0: they're shooting at like uh like every other frame per second basically. Yeah, it's so So fuck it, fuck so everything looks kind of sped up, but it's also real choppy. Yeah, it's
1: like and it's blurry. So it's like, so there's a
0: scene where Neil Patrick Harris. Literally points a gun at Trinity's head and tries to shoot her. And as the bullet is traveling, Neo is trying to bullet time his way out of it.
1: He explains that he's using the very thing. All the meta-ness comes back in because there's a scene where they're talking to the very early parts of the movie. And you can tell it's a jab at whatever corporate people made this movie exist. Mm-hmm. And it's them talking about the sequel to The Matrix. The game in which Neo developed in his in his own Matrix at this point. And they're like, "What is the Matrix? It's bullet times, it's actions, it's guns." And so Neil Patrick Harris is breaking down while he shoots the bullet, that he used bullet time as a weapon against Neo. Yes. Like how ironic yes. it is that the one thing to set you free is the one weapon that we have. Right. Anyways, go ahead. I'm so sorry. So he, so he
0: basically, yeah. Neo tries to bullet time and try to catch the bullet, and Neil Patrick Harris as the uh, the analyst basically just slows just pauses the, the, the matrix just hits pause on the program and is able to freely move and has this whole soliloquy about how we understood bullet time and how you worked it and so once we understood that it was just a simple matter of reprogramming the code so now anything that you try to do within bullet time is exerting effort and giving us more power and giving yeah. us more energy give me all your energy, give me all your energy. <laughs> it's
1: an inside joke for <laughs>
0: So, well, yeah, yeah, so it's it, pretty much it. So it, it's, it's, they take all the Matrix tropes and all of the things that, that you love about the Matrix and they do find a a way to turn it on its head and make sense within a new reboot, new reissue, but it, it, it still lacks the
1: depth and the brevity, yeah. the,
0: the, the, not the brevity, the, the, the depth, the the gravitas gravitas thank you thank you yeah yeah no i agree i I mean they took all the philosophy out and turned into one big meta joke like they they even joke about there's It's, it's super meta there's like yeah 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 so meta to the point to where they actually are doing flashbacks of the original movie there's a scene where he first meets morpheus
1: yeah, any, don't worry. If, if you've never seen the first three, please do. But if you haven't seen them in a while, don't worry about it because they tell you everything you need to know about 30 times. Like, oh, you remember this? Hey, hey, hey. Which I understand. I think that I, I like the fact that Lana Wachowski Wachowski, I think is how you say Wachowski mm-hmm. said ultimately they're going to do this movie with, with or without us. It's a big point. They talk about it in the boardroom at the beginning of the thing. They're going to do another Matrix. Like right. You're going to do it with you or without you. Right. And she had just lost her parents.
0: Or her mom or someone so, uh, like that. So for, for, for reference, within the movie, Keanu Reeves, as the as the game video game yeah. game developer, meets with his boss, who turns out to be the new Agent Smith, yeah. and he sounds exactly like him and does the entire like Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Which... There are things you must know. So within that the, the the his boss tells him that we're going to make a new matrix game with or without you here's what the what the board of directors survey on the crowd has right. done like they're, they're doing the marketing
1: research the, 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 the
0: marketing game. research of we want more bullet time we want this we want that and so that's the whole impetus for what sets off neo recognizing that he might be the one because he's plagued by memories that he keeps getting gaslit on, and yet things tie into the ma- his video game Matrix so yeah. well that he can't help but recognize that like there's reality mixed in with fantasy, and I can't tell the difference.
1: Yeah, yeah. He literally took his own story and made it a video game, and it was one of like the highest selling. It's like Fortnite of everything. It's like the greatest game ever. Apparently, but yeah, he's talking about, like, he's he's like this the go to video game designers or whatever, and at one point he has, like, a suicide attempt. And Agent Smith is his boss, and at one point, like, the only thing that was really confusing is the new Morpheus is a program that he put in his game, but apparently his he subconsciously in one of his ar- time goes around on the treadmill. Pretty right, much made sentient. Treadmill. Yeah. yeah, like, pretty much made it sentient. And then the hackers that end up freeing, uh, like, the new mouse and all those people, mm-hmm. whatever their names are, all, the, all his crew, yeah, basically. His crew, yeah. The crew of the Nebuchadnezzar, whatever, 2.0. I don't remember name what it's is. called. but it, It's not the Nebuchadnezzar, but it's yeah, something similar. Yeah, 2.0, so same shit. Uh, but they pretty much break into... This is the confusing part. <laughs> they they hack into the Matrix that the current Neo is trapped on, the treadmill. right? And then not only that, they go further, and then they hack into the video game that Neo has created to Within free Within this Morpheus, game, yes. And then give him sentience through a... a like little like metallic balls that float around in the real world, which was like okay.
0: Like it looks like it looks like you remember in like Spencer's gift, they would have the 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 block of pins yeah. that you would like put your face into or put your hand into, yeah, and it would pop out, kind of like, like that. Yeah, y- you gotta or be a knight. Nice...
1: The opening of Black Panther,
0: like the opening sequence. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like like the, the almost like nanotech kind of thing, but it it looks very similar to the old Spencer's gift thing, yeah. like. Where you would put your, your your hand into into a block and the pins would come out like you gotta be a child in the nineties to get that reference. Yeah, you gotta yeah. know what Spencer's gifts is. Yeah.
1: But I like I mean, in this technology of like the programs being able to interact in the real world came about because begin because some of the programs have not only defected, but some of the actual robots in the real world have defected. Mm-hmm. And so they came up with this idea that while the humans can play in their robot world, in their virtual world, they needed a way to play in the human world. So they crafted this metallic floaty ball thing all that being said he i appreciate all the fashion choices that uh what's oh my god i'm gonna butcher his name black manta the guy who played oh fuck i am not even gonna touch it because it's some yeah. weird like
0: you know who we're talking about yeah, just, yeah. just google it he's got a horse
1: cock and watch that and watch him. he's got a fucking <laughs> that's all i know it's, it's the dude yeah
0: yeah baby holding an apple i mean please. it's like a baby holding an no, apple holding a baby's arm holding an <laughs> apple
1: but no i i like <laughs> i like his choice but he was so like flamboyant in his in his thing of like morpheus i know morpheus always wore like the crazy suits sure. and everything too it was a little flamboyant it's A little It kind was, of just
0: like it, it it was all but it kind of worked
1: in in, in the sense of you're not going to capture Lawrence Fishburne, so you might as well do your own thing. Like I get sure,
0: that, sure, but... sure, sure. But he he tried—it's he, almost as if he was so against trying to do a Lawrence Fishburne that he was so dedicated to do his own doing his own thing that
1: kind it almost, it, it's kind
0: of lost in translation. It, it's almost disruptive a little bit. And
1: Morpheus as a character is so deadly serious. Like he's not—he's monotone relief. the entire yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They
0: keep trying to use him as the comic relief, and it
1: doesn't Another really movie. work. Um, but yeah, what's his name? like yeah, is go. it Regis Cordic? Nope. nope. It's, it's it. Yaha. <laughs> <it's, it's, it's laughs> Something the bought in the second. Gosh, it knows. It's not, I not know this. Whatever. Either way, okay. you fail. This not. is oh, all Oh, Yaha Abdul Mateen. Yaha. Say Abu it again. Mateen. That's it. Yaha. Yaya... Ya, Yahya Abdul. Yeah, Mateen. yeah, 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 Abdul Mateen. Yeah, thank you. What? Yeah,
0: what that's his this? name. That's
1: his name. Yahya Abdul Mateen II. The second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that guy. Sorry, I knew it was a Y, but I knew I was butcher. <laughs> but um, yeah, he was black. Black Manta. Yeah, that's black Manta. Fine. Just man just call him Black
0: Panther. It's fine. Yeah, Mr. I don't know Dr. who you're talking he's about. He's
1: Doctor Manhattan. Watchman. So that's a show. Which a show. also full dong. Yeah.
0: He,
1: full hanger in that touched one. one. Oh, did you touch that? No, I mean that's. Well, you can take that over. Again, we're pretty comfortable with who we are here at what you've been watching. We're pretty progressive, anyways. But yeah, um, hey, you do you. Hey, man, whatever. That's part of our motto. But um, yeah, man. But like, I liked him as Morpheus. Like, again, but it was just such a it was such a different take on him. Which again, I know you're not gonna capture Lawrence Fishburne. So like, you might as well do your own thing. The one thing that I will say this movie and uh, I saw it with my girlfriend and she is pretty like passive on the Matrix. She likes the shout out to Angie. shout You're out to Angie. Beautiful. You, You're son. awesome. But um, the one thing that she said is the love story. The mm. love story between Neo and Trinity is very real. There's a point where they're like, we can't like they, the, the crew or whatever rescues Neo and he sees Trinity across the way. And he's saying that, like oh when they first yeah when he first wakes they, up they they in basically the real world. they they
0: reenact his awakening scene when he wakes up in the pod and pulls the tubes yeah, out, out of his and mouth that. and all that so yeah they they sees, re, they reenact that and he sees across the way like literally in the almost, secure
1: room like
0: almost like, almost tip to tip their their pods are he he sees Trinity and yeah. she's
1: naked covered in the embryonic the goo. goo yeah the goo the goo. But, um, yeah, the part that I like, though, is they pretty much get him out and say, okay, you're free. And he goes into the Matrix, and he starts to barter for, like, what do we need to get Trinity out? And they pretty much say, like, you can't do it. We, we had one shot to get one of you out. We went with you. And, and he ultimately says, like, through a series of things, he's willing to pretty much burn down not only the real world, but the Matrix as well. He's like, man, fuck all that. Like, And he doesn't say it. Outright, but his actions of like I'm going back for her. You can help me or you can't. And it's like I'll burn all this shit down. For her. Right. That to me was pretty gangster. Like the love story is very real, and that is the driving heart of it of the movie, like through and through. In my opinion, at least, the love story works. Is what I'm saying.
0: Yes and no. I I, I would agree with you in terms of it works in the grandiose plot of Trinity is also the one. But that being said, it feels really unnecessary to the overall arc of the Matrix.
1: I disagree, though. Because remember in the second movie when he's talking to the Architect? Okay. He walked out of the other door, and the first thing he did was fly to catch Trinity. He didn't stop anything else. He fucking spun the entire Matrix out of control and doomed Zion to death and the Matrix and its anomaly to go catch Trinity. So I think, personally, it's on brand. Okay, I... Sure, sure. So I get but, I get heated about my
0: I know it's okay it's okay. But it but within that he he within the the, the context of the movie of, right. of the Matrix Resurrections he doesn't yet know that Trinity is also the one. Yeah, like that comes much later. Yeah, and so his philosophy of we have to get Trinity out kind of doesn't make sense in terms of. I've just learned everything that I thought about the matrix was real. And I turned out to be a hero and this, that, the other, and they resurrected me. He doesn't even know that yet, but it just, it, it seems very selfish minded for him to immediately be like, well, we got to break out Trinity. And if you don't help me, then fuck you. I'm going to do it anyway. It's, it's just, it, it only, for me, that was one of the main contentions of the story because it seemed very, very selfish driv- driven and it just seemed to advance the plot only because we need a reason for Neo to go rescue Trinity.
1: I, I guess, yeah, I I can't argue that point. I, I, I would say, yeah, I, I see what you're As a plot device, I do bump up against it a little bit. I just like when motherfuckers are just gangster about shit. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm not the one, I'm neutered, but like, fuck that. <laughs> i'm going for my girl dog like this life isn't worth living without you i respect that i get it not because i guess i'm a hopeless romantic in some sense i understand it doesn't make sense necessarily plot line wise but in the terms of neo neo n- never wanted to be the savior of anybody like and i'll defend this to like the day i die but like everyone talks shit about keanu reeves acting in the matrix trilogy mm-hmm. I'm not saying Keanu, I love that guy. Like, I would do every movie he ever did. I've talked about that on one of the podcasts. But like Ooh. go back and read the script. There's there's only one monologue that he delivers more than a few lines, and it's when he first decides to go back in to save Morpheus in the first movie. Yes. Other yeah. than that, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of his responses it's are very all reactionary. Monology, reactionary and yeah. monosyllabic. Like, whoa. What do you mean? Like, it's all questions about... I know Kung to... Fu. Blah, 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 Yeah, yeah when yeah, he's yeah. talking to the architect, he doesn't have some things. The architect goes on and on and on, and he's like, you're talking about the Oracle. Like, he says, like, it's all monosyllabic shit. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, oh, it's his acting. he bit into whatever was there, but there's only a few lines of dialogue here and there. Well, because... In Most, those, it's it, mostly it, him reacting to shit being explained to him. Sure,
0: sure, because in those movies, Neo serves as serves as the audience. Like, we discover things about the Matrix and about the world that he inhabits as Neo discovers them.
1: Right.
0: Whereas in this movie, in, in the new movie, it's all sort of explained to him and he kind of goes along with it, but he's, it just, they, how do I put this? They, he's almost so ready to accept things. Okay, so, perfect example. In the Matrix, in in the first Matrix, they explain alternate reality and cyber consciousness and things like that and Neo is is set in that, within the script to be the reactionary service. We understand things as the audience, as Neo understands them. In this movie, they just say terms and we're just supposed to be Accepting of them, they just say things like, "Oh, we can do digital digital biography now, or uh, uh, biology now. We can do digital biology now. We can do my C four meets meets his X five, and so we're compatible." Blah 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 blah. And s- there's no explanation of it. We're just supposed to accept that these are the terms that are acceptable now in this in this world. And there's no explanation of them. We just there is that they, they
1: just move on. There is a little bit of like, and no disrespect, but like like Ant-Man and the Wasp, where they're just like, we need science. and they quantum, they, quantum, they quantum, ran- quantum. They randomly just start saying a bunch of stuff, and you're like, cool, man. Right. right. We, we need know. a science or science, because, because science. if it we reverse like, our right. polarity,
0: then we can reverse their polarity, and also... Which works, because I don't
1: really care. I'm like, all right, man, what are we got to get Paul Rudd back on the screen? Be silly? Like, yeah, silly. Sure, get sure. There,
0: there, there is a little bit of... I don't mind psycho-techno-babble, but... You can't just say psycho techno babble right. and expect me to accept it. You have to give me, even in Star Trek. <clears throat> in Star Trek, you know, right. it's it's like, well, if we reverse their polarity with our polarity, then it's like overcharging a battery. Right. Right. And 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 it, so it's a it's a a major science technical term broken down into simple things, which even if it doesn't really connect. Even it doesn't doesn't really you make get the sense. Basic concept, I get yeah. the basic concept, yeah. and there's none of that in this movie. They just roll over technical terms and expect you to accept it as well. That's just the world we live in now.
1: I think the the movie is, and I think it is by nature. I think it was intended to be this way. It is a little bit of a middle finger to the audience in a very it slight is. way of like, hey, remember this shit? Like, yeah, fuck you. We're doing it again. Like. There's an opening scene in the boondocks on, on the fourth season, which uh, Aaron Magruder had nothing to do with, and uh, it's the the return of Stink Meter for the fourth time, and they outright say, like, that's right, we're doing a reboot, because we don't respect you as an audience. <laughs> like, but that part of it, I think, is, it's like we're in on the joke, but at the same time the joke is on us, the audience, and it's kind of weird, like, it's it's a weird feeling to walk out of being like, it's for me, but at the same time they're like, yeah, fuck you.
0: And that, and a little that kinda, bit. A little that kind of ties into the whole meta ness of the yeah. of the movie in terms of it's it's almost clever what they do in terms of breaking the fourth wall, but in the same breath they also lay bare all of their faults. So like it's almost hard to criticize this movie because they're like, yeah, we know they they address every single one of the faults that I could that I could say that I could address in this movie. They address them. They 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 absolutely lay them bare and mm. and put them on for on the on the front street when they're having the meeting, the corporate meeting about the new quote unquote Matrix day, game, right. and they they do this whole montage of different millennial hipster, you know, yeah. like well, it's all about bullet time. Well, the Matrix is all about philosophy, and the Matrix is all about the guns and guns guns and all we want is yeah 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 it's all about looking cool and it's all about aesthetic and yeah 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 like they address all of those things and so it's weird when when they're almost making fun of us as an audience (laughs) wanting the same things in a matrix movie and yet when they deliver the same things we're going like yeah
1: but it's not the same yeah yeah, you're you're right, and they definitely don't put a fine point on it. Like, oh, <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. But in the same time, though, it is like, yeah, you're damn right. I do want bullet time. Right. I do want right. I and I will go back to the fight scenes. Are not good. There's some cool, yeah, very yeah. brief moments, and I respect the fact that like what would be a complicated shot for like most directors. There's a scene where I, I do like the progression of they don't use telephones to get out of the matrix right, anymore right. because landlines don't exist anymore hardly (laughs) so they just do portals now which is like they do mirrors like you can can just walk through a mirror
0: like when in in the first matrix where yeah he touches the mirror and it
1: frees them yeah right right. so they go through mirrors or like portals ultimately whatever and they can open new doors kind of like they can open doors back doors to the like they did in matrix two and three and they
0: also added the new the new wrinkle of whoever is in the guardianship like the 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 operator the, the operator the 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 the, the, t- the, the tank, tank role yeah. Yeah, yeah not the not the tank role like dnd but tank yeah, yeah. like from the movie yeah. uh tank can in is there in the matrix but no one else can see him yeah. except for those that are within the crew yeah they have like
1: little blue glasses or whatever but...
0: it looks like google glass or like yeah. almost it looks like almost like Dragon Ball Z, like, the the, scouters or whatever, the scout, yeah, yeah the yeah. power level 9000.
1: Yeah, but I think the people that are in there have, like, the, uh, like, little blue glasses or whatever, but, so I like that they add wrinkles to it, like, they do some new things that work, but, um, like I said, the fight scenes, though, man, I'll go to go back to that, like, there's some cool stuff that happens, and I do appreciate the fact that it will be a complicated shot for most directors, and that would like, oh my god, this took so long, it's so effortless, like, they go through one of these portals, and I'm trying to describe it as best I can, auditorily, but they go in one way, and it's like almost like the scene in Arrival where they jump upwards and fall, yeah, fall horizontally, and it it's like a half of a second shot where he jumps out of this mirror and spins to like land with his feet on the wall the other way after diving in vertically through the mirror, and it's like oh shit, that's a really challenging shot that they just did effortlessly. So it's almost
0: like Inception, yeah, one of those, or Brazil, or or one of those where it's just it. You go from shot to shot and change perspective, and that changes the orientation of the of the character. Yeah, like effortlessly.
1: But they like in the Smith character, I have no idea what his motivation is. <laughs> like, let's just—I I don't really know what else to say about. I him. don't either. I love Hugo Weaving. I'm not mad that he did come back. The new guy is serviceable. I don't know his name. As an and answer. he does,
0: and to his credit, he does a really good Hugo Weaving impression.
1: Uh, he, his his mannerisms and stuff like it's still not quite the Hugo Weaving's hard to do. So he again he puts his own spin on it. Like the the cadence in which he delivers things at is very spot on. It
0: it's almost like a stand up comedian doing an impression. Like yeah. he gets the cadence, he gets the the progression, he gets the the tonal the, the tone of the voice, but it's still. You can tell that it's someone doing an impression. Yeah, yeah. It, it, which again ties into the whole nostalgia feel. It's it's they they reference the the original Matrix movie so much that it's almost overbearing. It is. It's it's it it, it almost leans a little bit too much into the nostalgia in terms Absolutely. of like, hey, remember how cool the Matrix was? Don't you want to see the same thing that we did before? Also, here's some new shit that you haven't seen. Don't know if you want. They don't
1: do enough. If they just gave me the same shit as before, like, I'm fine with that. Or if they're like, hey, we're doing a whole new shebang, I'm fine with either one of those, but they didn't do quite enough of either one to really make it like its own thing. You know what I mean? Like, if you're just going to spoon feed me Matrix 1 again, I'm here for it. Like, give me my bib. But also, like, I'll just go watch The Matrix again.
0: Like, I'll just. Why, why wouldn't I just put on the DVD and watch the original Matrix trilogy and be like, God damn it, I remember. This was great. Yeah, was hey, remember? Remember that? Yeah, remember, remember this? Berries, yeah. Members? <laughs> because people like you go back to see it every single time. Exactly remember right. That? <laughs> That's all getting cut out. Oh. We're taking a break right now. I got to go take a piss. Right. And we're back. We are back. Thank you for our sponsors, OnlyFans. If you know somebody <laughs> locally and you want to see them naked, sign up to OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah I, don't I, don't I, don't I don't know. It's the new porn. Trust me, it's worth it. Okay. Do you know a person on Facebook? You want to see them naked? Find out their OnlyFans. It's fucking worth it.
1: All right. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: So we were talking about the nostalgia. Of yeah. the movie. And I, I feel like we kind of hammered that to death. They, they, a lot of the new Matrix movie is harping on the nostalgia of the previous Matrix movies, which maybe now's a good time to just jump in and let's talk yeah. about.
1: Well, t- I wanted to talk a little bit about Agent Smith in the new one, and then we'll kind of get into a little bit of the previous trilogy. So, um, but I just feel like the, the new Agent Smith, like again, no fault of the actor. He, I think he was serviceable. Um, I just don't understand his motivation at all. Yeah. Like, he was simply in it just to fight Neo. And his reasoning for reexisting. like, I understand the fact of, like, Neo and Trinity coming back alive. Pretty much what uh, Neil Patrick Harris tells him is that you are too valuable right. to just let die. Right, like, right, right, right. We need you. Yeah, we you, need you. You're, you're, like, an you're an such a part. part of this. Yeah. And so they just kind of blow over this thing. And maybe I'm not trying to, quote-unquote, write a better movie, but they just kind of like, oh, well, Smith's in it because Smith's in it. And like, at one point, he wants to fight... His, his goal is to get to Neil Patrick Harris's character. Mm-hmm. And that's what Neo's going to go do. But at right. the same time, he like fights them in this abandoned warehouse with all of the previous... like In the second movie, there were those werewolves. and like They talk about like uh, all the other... Um, like any ghost or werewolf. Yeah, what are they called? Story? Not anomalies, they call
0: them. The, um, uh, shit. Integers, what leftovers. Whatever, and- yeah.
1: Leftovers from the previous Matrix. So um, he just fights them for Neo, and they ultimately at this point I think they have the same cause, right? And like, yeah. they just do. And the Merovingian shows up and just starts yelling and barking for of, no reason. Yeah, which just, is he's a fun character, but it really took away from like what was supposed to be an but, action.
0: But scene. he's also he's he's got this grizzled gray beard and long hair, and this like really like he looks like a homeless like they all
1: do in a, in a sense. Except he he for looks Smith.
0: like a homeless dude. And so he's really unrecognizable. And so I didn't understand that it was him until literally Morpheus points out that's the Merovingian.
1: Yeah, I picked up on it pretty quick, but only because he was yelling about, like, you took everything from us, like, it was better in the past, and, like, he he was a rich dude, and now he's nothing. And so he's, like, on the run from, you know, current programs or whatever, but it was his point. They just took away from what was an action scene.
0: So we should explain that when... Nate, when Neo took over the Matrix and basically caused the peace in Zion and the Matrix, it caused this huge purge of l- remainder programs and uh, redundant systems and stuff like that, that uh, exiles. Exiles is what they're called. Anyway. Yes.
1: But yeah, All the, they're, so they're sitting there fighting... Uh, in this abandoned warehouse. and The Merovingians going on and on and on. We're fighting these exile programs. The action's kind of whatever. <sighs> Agent Smith's big move is tackling people through walls. Is it just seem he does it like four or five times? So many times. Yeah. Everyone gets f- speared off of something or down a level. It's like, all right, cool. It's like a Goldberg match. Yeah, it's kind of like, all right, man. And they just miss an opportunity. And so the weird part is, though, it's like they have these same motivations, And they don't I feel like they missed an opportunity. So Neo and Smith are so entwined. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand that. And that he is Smith is ultimately overtook overtook the Matrix. He became an exile program. Neo gave him purpose when he set him free. When he killed him, you like you are my purpose. And that's he has a whole monologue about it in the second movie. Right. You know, the purpose what drives us. He's like, You took that from me. Right. And now my point is What is is it to be human? What is it to be except purpose? Yeah. And so the thing is that I don't get <coughs> is that because him and Neo's, let's just say, for lack of a better word, DNA at this point, or programming, is so intertwined that if they're building a new matrix based off of Neo's genetic code, as it were, right. then like the, it's almost that Smith would be required. It's almost like you can't fill out an HTML or whatever like on a website and just leave a code blank. For like, oh, you just can't have a blank space there. There has to be something to occupy that space. Right. So it's almost like they should have an Agent Smith there. But they don't talk about any of that. He's just back just to be back. So it makes sense, but you almost have to come to your own conclusion as a fan.
0: So what you're saying is that because of the ending of the third movie where... Neo and Agent Smith basically become one. Right. That in order to resurrect Neo, which they do in in this movie, they almost have to incorporate an Agent Smith Absolutely. type program.
1: They talk about the illusion of choice and all this stuff, and how like in the first Matrix, nobody bought because they didn't have choice. But like Neo would know inherently within who he was, like he would reject whatever this Matrix system is. You would think because there's no Smith, like that's just my take on it you know does that answer it, it? yeah if there's if there's no
0: if if neo's constant reminder is that he's the one and that he is the god and 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 constant de, uh, 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 delusions of grandeur of being the shaper of his of his own reality, which is basically what the original Matrix right. trilogy breaks down to, is right. we are all kind of the shapers of our own reality. Yeah. Within that, just based in a in a basic storyteller motif, uh, uh, like according to the Joseph Campbell situation, like there has to be a villain, there has to be a yeah, protagonist or, or uh, antagonist, right? So they can't
1: incorporate a neo without... without yeah the code's incomplete. Otherwise, I feel like that's just my again. They don't say any of this in the movie. This is well, but they do.
0: But they do because there there is a situation to where literally the new agent Smith says we have to fight because this is what the code requires, or this is because yeah. what the audience requires. At this point, it, it's so meta and so. super involved in itself to where the plot of the movie becomes the plot that we expect becomes the plot of the original becomes the plot of yeah it's 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 like pro wrestling like (laughs) here we go (laughs) it's it's you know eventually hang on if you're playing, what you've been watching, Bingo at home, go ahead and check that. <laughs> Anyways, if yeah. there's a drinking game,
1: <laughs> down yeah, your beer. Shot,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so it's like expecting Ric Flair to put on the figure four. Yeah, like I, yeah. at some point, you know he's going to put on the figure four. Do I hope he does the thing he's that I that he's going to do? Of course. It's like, I'm- and of course he's going to do
1: the thing that I expect him to do. Yeah, I'm, my thing is that I know that there's just going to be some nonsensical plot device to get them to fight. Sure. And, I, and I'm fine with that, but I feel like they could have really made it something. You know what I mean? Like, I knew that And there it was wasn't. Just, yeah, they it just wasn't were like, oh, I'm back all. because it... I have to be. It's like, well, and they even expand ex- on that. Like, they even more. explain it within the
0: movie. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that the Agent Smith character says, we have to go through this because that's part of the program. Yeah. So they literally explain the fight between agent smith and neo because well, well it's we what you to. expect yeah, let's, and let's, so yeah. it's what we have to do and the whole time Keanu Reeves his neo character or whatever it is i i his name fails me neo 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 neo, neo. the new neo yeah. he has a line about like i don't like guns yeah, I, yeah which about that? doesn't make sense to me because if you remember your past yeah you shot up an you... entire lobby okay so can we get into the problems
1: with this movie yeah did... we've touched on some of them but yeah like, but been... I, I just real review and synopsis I enjoyed the movie I'm glad it exists I feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities I feel like they leaned a little bit too heavy on the meta commentary mm-hmm. I enjoyed the love story Overall, I'm glad it exists. Uh, I I was I left wanting more though, or so, yeah, I wasn't wholly satisfied. And I was I was came into this more than willing yes. to overlook a lot of bullshit because
0: you're a Matrix fan. Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, the main problem. So was... A plus. <laughs> a plus, right? Go watch it. Right, 100. Yeah. Uh, for me, the main problem started when they brought in a new female director because. <laughs> Just, what kind of woke bullshit is this? Oh, like, man. all of a sudden we have to get a female perspective on this. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, oh, that's man. fine. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> you know. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, all new. Never never directed any movie ever before. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. That's fun. Uh, anyway. No, but in, in, in seriousness. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, Fuck you. <laughs> Hey, Speed Racer's my shit (laughs) forever. (laughs) I do love Speed Racer. I'm not going to lie. That shit was dope.
0: Listen, that was all jokes. I (laughs) want to be very clear on that. That was me trying to make a joke. Don't be offended. It'll be okay. You'll be all right. right. Uh, My main problem with this was A, it leaned way too hard into the nostalgia aspect. I mean, even to the point where they're literally showing scenes of the original movie. On on screen, while members of the new movie are talking about the new movie, yeah, yeah. it's it's it it, it's, it 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 leans too hard into elbowing the 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 audience and being like, "Hey, hey recognize I, yeah. that? Remember that? It hey, overdone. remember, yeah. remember, remember." Even to the point where they're showing flashbacks of the of the old movies, of the original movies. Again, like I said in the beginning, they show you everything that you want in a Matrix movie,
1: except for good kung fu. There's like two shots of good kung fu, but other than that's my biggest issue. If they you, young, young you
0: want to see people falling backwards into
1: things, yeah, go watch WWE or this movie. Yeah, the fight. It's not like compared to other movies, I'm sure that the fight scenes are are fine, but like. The Matrix elevated all of that stuff so much. Right. And like you gotta you gotta come correct. Like those movies changed the game. I'm not saying you need to reinvent the wheel again, but like you know that you you're the one that upped the standard. Right. You can't just forego that now. That's my biggest issue was like, come on. And, and I'm a huge kung fu movie buff. That's part of the reason why the Matrix trilogy resonates with me so much. Is like I can watch a fight scene. Because with- the, the action sequences in that movie
0: were so amazing and so unlike anything It's the
1: art of the martial arts.
0: Not even for going the bullet time aspect, even yeah. for going the the 360 slow motion camera where Trinity does her like yeah, all um, giant jumping crane kick thing. For going all that, just speaking strictly on the action aspect, that movie is incredible.
1: Yeah. You, all three of them are.
0: You you, you bring in the 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 first movie where he fights Agent Smith, and it's it's completely mo- like martial arts action oriented, and then you bring in the second movie where it's all gun kata, where it's all... Well, the
1: it, first one did that too, and then the second one was like really heavy on the martial arts again, but they brought in, like, sword play and stuff like that. Sure. With Morpheus on the, and then the third one... in the, in, in the classical,
0: like, Shaw Brothers, like, swords and shields and, yeah, like, ancient yeah. ancient technique kind of thing.
1: Yeah, they really leaned into the martial arts on the second one, in my opinion. And, the, like, the the ballet of cars is so cool. Like, yes, when they're on the freeway, yes. like, that's the best way I can describe it. It's a ballet of cars. So, and then the third one, they brought the guns back when they went into the nightclub and stuff, which people were saying was missing from the second one. But, yeah, like, just the action scenes as a whole. But, but like, you, they stand, like, there's so many shots where there's, like, 40... SWAT team or agents or whatever coming in, and it's just one person standing on a table, elevated above right. everyone, just shooting machine guns straight on. Yeah. You're very, very listening. John Woo. Happens Wu, like, very, yeah. like it, Shoot it, this guy. They're like, everyone's a stormtrooper in this shit. Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm not... If you're going to do cool shit to evade it, like um, Jessica Chen... Henwick Chinwick, her character does a lot of cool shit when she first makes an escape because she runs sideways on walls. And then it just kind of stops. There's people just standing on tables shooting people as they come in. Right. right. That's like, yo, like, you elevated the game on all this gunplay shit. Right. Right. You took what John Woo did and all that blasted off with. Like the lobby scene is phenomenal. Like all that, and they just they just really missed the more. That's my biggest qualm. The things I liked, or do you want to talk about some of your dislikes more? I'm sorry, I kind of cut you off.
0: No, you're good. You good. Uh, uh, Some of my dislikes were. Again, just it was it was all of the shine of the philosophy without any of the fluff Um I I I really enjoyed it's it's kind of a double-edged sword because I really enjoy how they leaned into the meta of the movie, but they also re leaned really, really fucking hard is. onto the meta to a point where it almost became distracting and like, okay, we get what you're doing. It's a commentary on The movie making process and Warner Brothers itself and and everything else and reboots and sequels and like I get it like which has kind of been done like even it it, it's
1: fine they outright tell you why it validates its existence like in the movie they're just like well but they validate
0: it by saying yeah like they we were gonna make this anyway so you might as well be a part of it and so.
1: Whether now, or not that works or not, and I, story, I, I can't really. The story why Lana Wachowski came back is apparently her parents, who oh. the new director, <laughs> the new <Wachowski laughs> sister, like, shout out to her, I like your body at work. Listen, all jokes, yeah, no, but um, apparently, like, I think it was her mother or father, I think her mother passed away, and she said, best that friend, she, mother, and father, yeah, it Wachowski was a real, like, back. went through some real devastating times in her life, and like. And they were talking about bringing the Matrix back, and she reached out to her sister, Lily. And Lily's like, I need to move on from that for my own things. And Lena said it was part of the healing process to, like, it really felt good to go back and and play with these toys in this sandbox again. And it really helped her, like, in a therapeutic sense. So, like, I'm glad that it worked. There's no shot on her about it or whatever, but, like, it just kind of as a whole... I was like eh? Like I'm glad for her. It exists and everything. Sure. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I saw an interview where she basically talked about how the inspiration for the movie, a became came from. We're gonna do this movie without you, so you need to give us something. But also, it did come from a point of. She was talking about the loss of her friend and her and, and both of her parents, right. and basically was talking about how like. What would I give for one more day with these people? Right. And then took it to the extreme of, well, what would I do to bring these people back and then have the rest of my life to shape the world
1: with them? Wow. Yeah, that's so. Again, the love story, man. It, I, I it, dug the love story. It is. A... And her on the neo part of him like being willing to burn everything down. Like it, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's it is
0: an interesting aspect. Again, it feels a little forced. Yeah. It feels a little bit heavy-handed. I get where she's coming from. I don't necessarily know that this that that concept works as a matrix movie. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen it in a different format in something new, something original because ultimately all this movie is, is just, hey, we recognize that you want to rehash. We recognize that you want to see something familiar. Here it is.
1: I, I also feel like the meta wink at the camera to like reboots, like Deadpool kind of does it, you know, like I think there's a joke in there at some point about um, like superhero movies and stuff, and like the wink to the camera there. Oh, no, he goes J back. And he Bob. goes back and, and he kills yeah, uh, and his former self. His, his Deadpool self. Yeah, in Extreme Origins. Movies. Yeah. And like, um, like Jane Silent Bob reboot was yet another. I just feel like the trope of winking at the camera saying, like, hey, we know that everyone's tired of reboots and sequels and prequels, and you know, but we're going to do it anyways. I just feel sure. like even that trope itself is kind of getting to the point of, like, all right, man, but. See, here's the problem is that
0: this movie does that in a very clever way, but it's very heavy handed. Yeah, it is more than on the nose, it <laughs> is in the face. To the point where you're almost longing for something else. Like yeah. you 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 almost want to see something new. Like when we saw the first matrix, we saw bullet time for the first time. For the first time. Like right. to to see Trinity jump up and do a crane kick in 360 degrees. Cool as shit, man. Cool as shit. And then they bring in bullet time. Then they bring in the concept of you can shape your own reality and I know kung fu and yeah. whatever. Like they just they never accomplish that in this movie. Yeah, they there's, also there's can't... never there's never a, a there's never a moment of I've never seen this before, which is yeah. ultimately what you want from a Matrix movie. Because yeah. in the first movie it was bullet time, it was the 360 cameras, it was a lot. It was, it was, it was a lot. Yeah. And then the second movie, it was them breaking down the walls of the Matrix and expanding the universe. And as much as the architect scene gets a lot of flack, I really enjoyed that. Because if you break down what he's saying, he's it, it opens up the entire Matrix world in a whole new way. It's a lot more tell me than show me, which yeah. is a big problem. But it still works in terms of once you break down what the architect is saying, it it completely, sh- not shatters, but evolves yeah. everything that you knew about the Matrix world. And then once they go into the third movie... To where now Neo is interacting in the re- in the real world and the Matrix world, and then you get the whole like siege on Zion where it's just completely yeah. action oriented and and it's still something you've never seen before.
1: Yeah, when they storm when the the, the squids or whatever the Sentinels break mm-hmm. through and they're just this massive like fluid like stream coming through and they're firing bullets and you just see them dropping off by the dozens and the hundreds. But it does nothing to affect their numbers of and you got Boba Fett and a
0: Mech Warrior just throwing <laughs> out bullets. Yeah, like that was a great that whole action sequence was great. It's mindless and it plays nothing into the the plot that's happening in the movie itself. But it's still awesome to see. Yeah. It's still great. Like you're, fourteen you're, minutes
1: of just awe. Awesome.
0: You're you're blown out by the spectacle, and then you have the whole subplot of uh, the kid. Who is newly released from the Matrix and he had, like, all he wants to do is prove himself. Yeah. And so his whole mission is to just, all I gotta do is just reload these giant tanks, basically. Yeah. That's his job. That's basically what it breaks down to is a simple mission of, I gotta get these bullets from point A to, to point, point B. B. The problem is, everything that happens in between that space. Gets killed. It's the most dangerous shit you'll ever do. Ever. Yeah. It, it's almost like Saving Private Ryan. A little or, bit. Yeah. Or it's it, it's magnanimous in its scope. There you go.
1: And and. S A T word for the day. <laughs> Check that on your bingo box. <laughs> Michael flexing his writing abilities. I like it. Hey man. Hey look man, we're gonna be us on this box. <laughs> Whatever. Twelve fifty, my S A T. Represent. What's I know, up? That's what's up. <laughs> Uh, no, I feel you, though, man, but, uh, yeah, again, this one, I didn't need him, this movie to bring everything new, because they've done so much new in the trilogy, but, like, even, like, the kung fu, like, a lot of people get played out by the third one, but when when Neo and Smith have their final showdown, and they crash through the building, and he does the final thing, or he extends his hand and does the come here, and they fight, oh, and the storm's like, going yeah. on in the background... And it's like, there's like the wall, like the white wallpaper and it's got the greenish hue to the matrix and they're throwing kicks and punches and they're fucking each other up. It wasn't anything I hadn't seen in the second or the first one, but that to me was like, this is my shit. This is why I keep coming back. to it. And
0: again, it was, it was a culmination. It was a callback to all of the Shaw brothers films yeah. and the, the John Woo era of films where to where it's just. On yeah, mass, yeah. yeah, just on mass, carnage and and mm-hmm. violence and which is great, but it was done so well, yeah, and I really feel that the new movie misses a lot of that. It it's a lot of things that you've seen before, but it doesn't. Do but it's not done well. a, yeah. it. It's not done well, right? All right.
1: I feel you on that.
0: It's 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 a pale imitation. It's it's again. It's okay. So. I'm not going to say don't watch the movie. It's not, I'm, I'm not going to say that it's a
1: bad movie. We're not movie. ever going to tell you not to watch something unless it's absolute dog shit. I think everything, you can sit, me personally, I can sit through anything once. Even if it's just for the experience of, oh my God, that was dog shit. But, anyways, go ahead. Right. But,
0: so I'm not going to say that it's a bad movie. It's not great compared to what has come before, even in terms of if you go into the video game or the Animatrix or any of the other subsidiary... Matrix world. Yeah, Matrix iterations. It's a pale imitation. They lean really hard on the nostalgia aspect, which, for better or worse, maybe works for you, maybe it doesn't. It's not bad, it's not great, it's not unmemorable. It's just sort of middle of the road, which yeah. is
1: not what I want in a major movie. Yeah.
0: Not at all. Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost the worst thing that a movie could be. Like Yeah. I I don't I'm I'm not going to forget the movie. I just don't necessarily think of it ever.
1: Yeah.
0: It it it's not It's not bad. It's completely watchable. It's serviceable, especially if you're like a matrix completionist and you're into the 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 lore of what happens within the digital world. Like that's great. Yeah and and it 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 absolutely
1: expands the story. That's the parts I I did enjoy the most. I'm a huge fan of there's I've seen the Animatrix a bunch of times. The two that give me the most are the second renaissance part one and two, where they explain how it all happened, where they the sky became black. And when I saw when I saw the scene of them the the machines waging war upon each other, like I said earlier, the, the blue light robots and the red light robots, right, right. I was like, more of that, please. Like give me a give But it me goes an nowhere. Spi- yeah, it ends second. up going
0: nowhere. Yeah. They they touch on it and then nothing happens from it. And like we're like, the, that was the movie. That's the that's what it should have been.
1: And you were talking earlier about we'll get into this because we've had this, we feel like we should at least put this on record once. We Michael and I have had the conversation we're about to have with you hundreds of times. And, but we feel so like attacked. at least now maybe we can put it to bed because we're going to record it for once. But um, he brought up earlier the expansion of The Matrix and The Architect. Mm-hmm. And how the... I've said this before. When I left the theater in the second one, I'm used to the second movie of a trilogy being a cliffhanger. Right. The third movie, as much as I, I do still enjoy it, and I do love it, the conclusion as to why Neo could interface with the machines in the real world made me like the second one less because I was not satisfied with it. Yes. Again, and I'll, I'm gonna kind of give you the somewhat quick synopsis, but we're gonna dive into this shit because you get in this. Let's get into let's this get shit. Into it. This is what we've been watching. Touch this is what we've been waiting on. Okay. That's another WBW. What you been waiting on? <laughs> what, you been waiting on? what you been waiting <laughs> on? Waiting to bump your thumbs about Dub-B-Dubs. WB dubs baby. Um. But yeah, the architect scene. I've seen this so many times where ultimately what he tells them is that there was a matrix and it was a utopia by all standards. But it didn't work because human beings rejected it because they felt they had no choice. All right. So they, they their minds couldn't accept that this was a perfect, perfect there was
0: was something within humanity that made them reject. Everything's too perfect. It's a Garden of Eden, and I can't deal with it. Yeah, and
1: he says, and there's a pivotal part, so they introduce (coughs) the Oracle, whose job ultimately is to understand the human psyche and program accordingly to where, and what he tells Neo is that we gave you the illusion of choice. Mm -hmm. As in, we never gave you choice. We gave you the illusion of choice. And where I bump into it is because in the third movie, he can just interface with the machines because he's dove into Smith and some part And the way Smith says is some part of me back on you. I'm a virus and so some of you back on me. Since you're in the real world,
0: I'm in the real world and so I can interface with computers, whatever. Like they never really touch on it. It's just sort of alluded to.
1: And I'm fine with the fact that Smith was in the real world because ultimately if you're plugged into the Matrix, like I'm going to be in some you have all these interfaces in your brain that right. is literally there to plug you into yeah, the yeah, yeah. I have no issue with that. Where I run into it is is he says that he gave you the illusion of choice. So really what that says to me, and as corny as it sounds, I remember when somebody I first heard somebody say this, I was like, that's stupid. But is the only way that it made sense is that it should be a matrix within a matrix. Yes. We gave you the illusion yes. of choice. You're still not free. Right. Right. Like you're still right. powering our shit. Like you're you're Five thousand people that you think are free, you're all plugged in. So the
0: the architect has this poignant moment where he talks about, and it, he uses all big words. And I, think there this, go, visa, visa. I I think this is where a lot of people lose track because it's the Wachowskis trying to be more intelligent than they give their audience credit for. And I think this is where they lose some of their audience.
1: I I will say this, though, and I'll defend the reason why they did that, is that if this machine is so perfect and he he crafted and created your entire world, why would he spend the time speaking to you on a lesser level? You're not shit to him. You know what I mean? I, That's I why I like it. That's why I, I like it. He's like, I'm not fixing the... I, I agree, I Keep agree. Keep up with me, I'm your god. Bitch. But there yeah. there also is an
0: aspect of... I'm still do, a viewer. <laughs> you, you do have to kind of have like a little bit of an English right. degree to understand exactly what he's talking right. about. Which is where they lose a lot of the audience. If you break down what he actually says, it's a brilliant scene. Right. Like, just in terms of vocabulary. Like, what he actually says... Means something right. right now. That being said, the architect talks about how you are the I want to say like the seventh iteration you're of the this. Fifth, I think you're the fifth iteration of this. Either way, it, we've dealt with this iteration before, you're not the first one that we've had to deal with, right? My
1: predecessors, yeah.
0: and so they automatically, as the architect, he's already seen. Neo come through multiple times. And so he's had to deal with this anomaly. And so he gives Neo the option of you can either return to the Matrix and save Trinity and this, that, the other or you can reject me and we're going to kill half of Zion because we've already done the math on it. You're
1: doing it a little bit. You're taking a little beach. His option was you can reinsert your programming back into the matrix in hoping that this remainder will one day on this iteration flatten out to an even number, ultimately is what he's saying. You, sure. So you reinsert yourself as the one, and what we'll do is we'll allow you to get 500 men and whatever, however many women or however many men and restart Zion as a whole. Sure. Or you can reject me, go save Trinity, and he tells them outright we have become increasingly efficient at killing everyone in Zion. Like, we're going to do that. Right.
0: Which sets up the whole attack on Zion for the third movie. Right,
1: right. Yeah, he's like, we've become increasingly efficient. Like, we're So, to so that this is the
0: architect carrying out his promise of yeah. what he said was going to happen in the second movie in right. terms of you can rejoin the Matrix or we're going to kill everyone in Zion except for, like,
1: I think it's yeah, like a to, third
0: of the population
1: or whatever. Yeah, you get to reset with your, your population of 500, whatever. You get to pick them, and then we try this again, and I'll see you again at some point. Right. And so I, I like that. That's why the idea of like them rebuilding a new matrix off of his I was like, yeah, man, you're, you're the anomaly. Like, we can just account for that in a new matrix instead of you just sticking out all the time. We'll just build it around this remainder. Like, it makes sense. So, but yeah, I. I never understood why that was, but they just give it this thing of like he can just do it. He can just fry machines now because he's telekinetic, or yeah, telekinetic or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So which is fine. I was like, I just I was never satisfied with that, and I felt like again just a missed opportunity, man. It was. It was because He should have been able to free everyone in the in the real world
0: for the first time ever. So my problem comes in with when the architect is talking about you're an anomaly and we've dealt with this before and we you're you're just a remainder you're you're a right. leftover so why wouldn't within that scenario they've just dealt with an anomaly before they've already discussed it's the illusion of choice like we give you the option of choosing whatever you want and they have the different television screens which yeah, show every possible, outcome. every possible outcome. So why wouldn't they just create the illusion that Neo breaks free from the matrix? And this is we can talk about this. It just our are, are, are different. In the third matrix, Neo breaks free and is able to influence the real world and melds with the mega mind machine of the of the Matrix matriarch or whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, so the, to go back
1: and fight Smith. You're talking
0: to about. go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, So
1: why wouldn't So you're talking about like when he goes in to fight Smith at the end because the program Smith is overrun. And you were saying that he gave him the illusion of choice. So you're saying why wouldn't the architect just give Neo like that that all be the illusion as well? Or, right. right. He, like he set all that so, up. In the so team, so
0: so when when Neo goes to meld with the the matrix mind Right. Why wouldn't that be Neo the one waking up from the illusion of the, of, the, yeah. of the of the matrix into The actual Actual real real world. world. So, like everything he knew about Zion, everything he knew about uh, uh, the Matrix, all this, that, the other. It's all about the illusion of choice. When he finally melds with the Matrix, why wouldn't he just wake up into the snap real world? Does that that make sense?
1: A little bit. You know what I'm talking about, dog? You see what I'm saying? I know what you're talking about only because we've talked about it like 40,000 times. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, he, he tells him it's the illusion of choice. He's like, we never gave you He never once tells him, yeah, we gave you choice. He's just like, yeah, man, we gave you the illusion of choice. Like, right. all I need you to do is just keep plugged in, and we keep having a battery forever. You're happy. You think you're out fighting the good freedom fight. Like, what the fuck is it to us? Like, what does it matter? And so, I don't know. But I oh, like- oh, I remember how it tied in.
0: That's right. That's I remember how it tied in. So... My main problem with the third Matrix movie was how he was able to influence the the sentinels or whatever when he was in the real world. Yeah. Like, because it doesn't make sense to me. Like No, they
1: don't really explain it. They, they just simply the only line is when Smith says, some part of me onto you, some of you onto me. I so that- so to me, that scene would make sense if
0: in the real world, quote unquote. Neo was still in the Matrix, like this is still an illusion of an option of choice. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like,
0: like a, 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 an illusion of choice, yeah, an illusion basically. Of choice. Yeah. So the reason he's able to influence the squids is because he's still within the, the Matrix, Matrix. Yeah. but he believes himself within the real world, and so him interacting with the real Matrix, the 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 matriarch or whatever. Opens his mind to, to now I'm in the, the real world. world. Yeah. yeah, no, I get you. Even if that was a long-winded drunken yeah. rant to get to me.
1: Michael's <laughs> tied on a few during the <laughs> Yeah, but you're saying he should awaken. Ultimately, what should have been the terms was, in my opinion, you go in, you save Smith in this version, you leave us a fucking bunch of people. We'll awaken you and your crew into the real world and leave you the fuck alone. Right. That should have been the terms. Yes. You, you handle Smith because you are the one in this matrix. You are fucking, trust me, we don't want you to be here. But Smith is overrun us. You're the only one that can do this. So here's the bargaining chips. You go in, you save Smith, you save our version of the matrix. We wake you up and X amount of people and you start the, the real world. And we leave you the fuck alone. That to me, and that should have been, been that, that should have been should have been the it, ending. Was, my was personal
0: opinion. He melds with the with the Matrix, and then the Matrix has a real conversation, whether it's the the Oracle or the Architect or some sort of meld of that. Yeah. To where he basically goes,
1: or the floating baby face that they had. When he was talking whatever, about. whatever,
0: but just you, you're the first person. To actually break through the matrix, we yeah. have we have run the scenario so many times yeah, we've that accounted for it. Yeah. we have accounted for it, and every single person has made the option to believe in the matrix. You're the first one that actually has rejected it at every level. Is a, is
1: awakened? Yeah,
0: and the, the and that should have been the, that should have been the ending is Neo waking up into the real real world.
1: I I agree with that. The only thing would be kind of bleak if you woke up and it would be a really downer ending. Or I guess possible for if you Who woke cares, up and he's the only that. one there. He's like, Oh great, it was better back in there when I could fly and shit and I'm just waiting to die by myself. Like But no,
0: because once it it's it's Socrates or Aristotle or whatever <laughs> the coming out of the cave. It's it's primitive man is locked in a cave. And once they see the light of the sun, it is their responsibility to bring other members in the cave into the light. And so that becomes the real nature of the one, of I am the first one to... It's like the Buddha or Jesus or whatever. I mean, I'm the first one to achieve illumination and it is my responsibility
1: to bring others into the light. I I get what you're saying. We're saying the same thing just in different rounds. You would just have him wake up alone in your version and Mm -hmm. then take the task of actually going to do it. Well, it's implied. It's implied. Yeah. I have to
0: actually show it. It's it's just
1: just, a good cliffhanger. Sure. In, In my hypothetical version, he would just make the terms of I wake up with these people. It's, we're saying the same thing ultimately is his goal is to free these people. Sure. So, but yeah, but that's that's nuance. But yeah, the Matrix inside the Matrix, as corny as it sounds, as most most people would have booed it, that to me was the only logical way to really make it make sense and really expand the world. But again, missed opportunities. Still love the fucking movies. I mean I I love the first Matrix trilogy. I love I love
0: everything about the the philosophy I love everything about the meta.
1: <sighs> What's not to like about it? You know what I mean. It's, I, I get the the hate. Some people hated the second one because like it's not a mind fluff man. It, it missed the mark of the first one. The first one changed everything. You're not gonna do. You're not gonna shut out. No, right. Have the light you can, can only flight. expand yeah. on. Right. And yeah. then
0: the third one, you have to have some sort of closure. And yeah. that's my main problem with the third movie is as much as I love it and it gives me everything that I like, there is a certain aspect of the ending, to me, just doesn't make sense. And and we've already, just like we discussed...
1: Again, it's so well shot and done that I'll watch my... You know, it's still a blast to watch. Sure. Just me nitpicking, I would have done a little differently. And to me, it makes more sense. But, yeah. Yeah. It's a blast to watch, though. Whatever they did wrong, they still did it well wrong, so I'm with it. But, uh, yeah, man, new Matrix. So...
0: uh... Yeah, that about covers that. I think uh, I anything?
1: Uh, oh, uh, underrated actor of the week. Oh uh, man, is this my job? Uh, yeah, fucking John Leguizamo like, in anything. Go back, <laughs> go back and watch uh, King of the Jungle. I think it's called The HBO movie he did. Man, watch. It. Wait, King. Yeah, King explain. Of the Jungle. I think he plays someone with. I, I, I might be botching this. It might be a different movie, but there was one. Hey, it just fucking John Lang was on Go watch him in Romeo Plus Juliet. Man. Oh, where he plays Tibble? Tibble. Why fucking so good?
0: Oh, man. Montague? Yeah. I hate the word. I hate the word. Or, or wait, what does he say? Uh, uh, peace? Oh, yeah. I hate there the you word. Go. Yeah, you definitely. As I hate Montague's, Hell, and Thee. And Thee. That's right. He's the ducky. Prince of Cats, <laughs> son. Yeah, but I think it's. What was his. What was his. i mean, uh, Google
1: this. You, can, you run your flip chops for a
0: second. What was his uh, His HBO special that he did about the Hispanic history? Oh, that was on Netflix.
1: Um, on oh, Netflix. It was Latin History for Dummies, I think. Latin History
0: for Dummies. Yeah, all yeah. of his
1: one man shows. If them, you incredible. have not.
0: Mambo Mouth. Uh, uh, sexaholic. La- sexaholic. Latin honest. History for Dummies. He breaks down Latin history and does voices and characters in such an entertaining way. It shamed me. It just... He's so good at what he does and and in a monologue. Like, it's literally John Leguizamo for 90 minutes telling stories and you are totally captivated. 100%. Also, shout out to...
1: The yeah. Pest. Oh, yeah. The Pest is... Yeah, okay. The movie I was talking about is called King of the Jungle, and here's just a quick synopsis. A mentally impaired New Yorker, John Leguizamo, becomes enraged and violent after the murder of his mother. Really good movie. Really good movie. Also in The Happening. Yeah, he is in The Happening. <laughs> yeah, he's also in Super Mario. Super Mario. Yeah, Super That's Mario. right. Yeah. Oh, fuck. He's in John Wick. He's amazing. He's really good in Chef. Is he in John Wick? Yeah. He's really? in the first... He's the guy that... Uh, punches the dude for stealing John Wick's car. He's like, you know, you just stole from him, right? Yeah. Wait, what? And he's briefly in the second one, I think, when he shows up to get his car towed. Wait, what? Yeah, he's in John Wick. Yeah, it's like brief. He's not in it like tremendous amount, but he's definitely in it. Also, executive decision with Steven Seagal. Yeah, like he's and Bond they kill him of off balls, really man. quick. He's Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Man, like go watch Benny oh, Blanco. No Fuck Benny yeah. Blanco from the Bronx. Yeah, man. No, John Leguizamo. Oh, and also Clown from Spawn. Oh yeah, Clown. Clown, the Violator slash yeah. I'm the Penetrator, the <laughs> right. the 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 Syndicator. The syndicator, the Destructor, the Violator. Even Violated little girly man. Yeah, he's good in everything. Oh, uh, you look, look so
0: crispy. Man, man, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. He has one John Leguizamo. Of yeah. He's got it all around, man. He's in Ice Age, got that sweet, sweet Dreamworks money. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Encanto, the new movie. I wanna I wanna watch it just because of him.
0: We haven't seen it. Yeah. But also, watch the pest. Yeah, if you wanna see part. John Leguizamo act like a cartoon character for about 90 minutes, yeah. it's great.
1: Yeah. It's the premise runs thin immediately, but <laughs> man, it just it's his, his performance. So welcome to The Matrix meets the pest with the, the best, Devil Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, John Leguizamo in anything. Give that man a statue. But yeah, his one man plays are incredible. And I wouldn't this it's not like really stand up, it really is like a one man act. And they're really heartfelt and funny and yeah. John Leguizamo in anything. Underrated. Anything else you want to bring up? I'm What's fucking done, dude. Done? We we got it. I'm fucking we're out. All right. Uh we need a sign off. Tuck nasty. you got anything you want to talk about? Oh, we're going to have an upcoming segment with uh, the young yeah. man. We're not sure what to call it, but we're going to have him watch one movie that came out before he <laughs> oh, was Oh, yes. Uh, then we're going to call it like Young Blood What is it? Young Blood New Old Reels or something like that. Uh New takes on old movies. Yeah, new takes. New takes old shit. Something like <laughs> New takes, old flicks. something like that. I'm ready for it. Yeah, we're gonna see what he wants to watch. I'm gonna cut out everything that he says, so don't, don't worry about it. Whatever. Got you. <laughs> we need young eyes on this shit. He might watch something I base my life off, and of. be like, "You've wasted <laughs> of your existence." Well, why? Why
0: did you do this? Yeah. yeah. John Leguizamo for why? Yeah. And if <laughs> Kevin I Smith
1: for why? And if I haven't seen the movie, I'll probably watch it with him because I need some refreshers. We're looking. I'm looking at the DVD collection over here got some right. dust on it got some dust on some of these bad boys so anywho so we're
0: gonna awkwardly cut out we need a sign off
1: Till then i don't know watch something talk about it see something new and you know what this is my sign off if you go to a movie theater buy some snacks even if you're not gonna eat them support your local movie house man that's, yes that's what's up buy some snacks even if you're not gonna eat them just take the snickers home for later whatever <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, totally support your local movie theaters. If you go see a movie, go talk to a friend about it. That's one of my favorite things ever is to go see a movie and just talk to somebody about it, which is the whole basis of this of this podcast. So, anyway, yeah. uh, this is the marvelous Mike Dudley signing off for the What You Been Watching. What
1: You Been Watching. Plug, plug, plug. Hey, What You Been Watching. Hey. hey, dog. Hey, hey, dog. What you been hey. watching? What you been watching? Good stuff. Uh, brother, I love you. MD3 love you, signing off, man. Have a good one.
0: Out. Hey, go see a movie.